It is Friday the 12th of June 2020 and this is episode 376 of Digital Outbox. Hello and welcome along to another Digital Outbox. I am Chris in the host chair with Ian in the guest chair. I, I, you're not a guest though. I am. I'm always a guest. Guest on, on my show. Thanks for joining me again for the 376th time. <laughs> it feels like it as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it does. It's a long time. I've just realised Friday the 12th is, is, so this is one of my favourite um, like wallpaper backgrounds that I've got. And it's like the Friday the 13th character. And he's got his he's got his little stabby sword, and he and he's all sad because it's Friday the twelfth. <laughs> so close. It's so close. I would have got them guys. And I always have I have a random set of wallpapers um, for like work, and every so often that's there, and I'll be presenting and somebody go, "Is that really appropriate?" And I'm like, "Yes, <laughs> yes." <laughs> Personally, I'm in IT. This is this is good, man. <laughs> this is it. Ah, uh, this is it, as well as... Uh, I was trying to find a segue then, but I'm going <laughs> going into the news. Zuckerberg has been saying that they don't want to be, or Facebook does not want to be, the arbiter of truth, and therefore they will happily spread lies. <laughs> this is what the, the reverse of that is. Uh, in, a, in a move largely seen be, being seen as placating uh, Trump's current rage at being censored by Twitter, um, Facebook has said that, look, we just don't want to be this company that has to work out what is right and what is wrong. <clears throat> um, you know, in a, in a week where, say, Twitter, I say a week, it's been a couple of weeks now, Twitter obviously censored some of Trump's tweets and he's put out an executive order that then says, hey, you can't, you can't do this. We'll take away any protections for you as a, a digital platform. Um, so we've sort of seen quite quite a lot of movement, but but it's an interesting angle from Facebook in that they have kind of gone against what they said in the Congress a while back, which was we need to do more to prevent the spread of lies. Uh, and now uh, they are saying we need to not be involved in that. Uh, yeah, and, and that's... Uh, uh, so f- Facebook's always been, I think, shady on this. Um, they have always said they don't want to censor but then there's certain topics they do censor you know so it's it's and i, and I don't mean the kind of you know the normal stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. you know i'm talking about there's some things that they say we don't want that in our platform um and and as you say congress last year you know and if enough he got kind of trapped and tripped you know into saying but he, but he did say you know i would you know we would take down you know overt lies but he's now come out and says won't be arbiters of truth um, and again they're linking to they're linking to some of these um that there's some like fact checking services but i think the fact checking services that they're linked to and use um aren't the most reliable some of them maybe so, not the yeah most you know renowned ones i think I mean, interesting, the news this morning, they were still talking about they'd taken down a couple of big bot networks um, yeah. with, from from the Chinese, uh, well, they said, what is said to be the Chinese uh, government uh, and a couple of other smaller uh, government campaigns as well. Uh, and they've quite happily withdrawn those because they're spreading lies. So, again, it's inconsistent and it does seem a bit, little bit more like it's pandering to head teacher 
um, rather than you know rather than anything else, trying to make sure that they protect their environment. Now, obviously, this executive order that Trump has signed, this effectively says it's withdrawing. Uh, there's a, what's the number? It's a section two thirty of of a of an act. <laughs> basically, this was an act that basically said social media companies are not responsible for the content that their users upload to them for very practical and reasonable reasons these things can't exist without that protection so that's what section 230 said and trump has now signed an executive order saying that 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 isn't to be used uh, and will be withdrawn um now there is there are plenty of legal people saying that this, this couldn't be enforced it's not enforceable and all those kind of things but it is being used as a weapon of threat um, and hanging over media companies. It seems like Facebook may have dropped into line, but it seems like Twitter maybe is still holding on to its angle. And, and that's that's definitely the case. So, um, you know, this this feels a bit toothless. It feels more like kind of PR. You know, you know. So it's in it's election year in America, um, and as you say, the the bots that that Facebook have calmed down on, I mean, they're, they're not American. You know, they're definitely Chinese, Russian. They seem to be comfortable, you know, censoring those and and also making it distinctly clear that these are false. But there's so much of what Trump puts out is false, and they just will not, they will not censor them. They will I mean, not we, do we, it. We see it all the time, um, and it's you know even in in the the latest riots and things like that, you get lots of pictures of police being injured and. Fact checkers go out and they find out the reality of the situation. And I think I think it was something like six out of the eight pictures of injured police uh, police um, forces were 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 provably from different times, different time, you know, different regions. Some from um, uh, you know white supremacist marches and things like that. So there's all those things. They get brought together. They put a load of pictures and and people are easily stoked into just sharing and and. I mean, say it takes a certain mindset to want to do this, but the, there are people and there are forces in the world that do want to disrupt and they do want to uh, cause those divisions. And, and we, I'm seeing it more and more on Facebook, especially recently. It's it's quite a divisive place, and uh, you know, it's not a very nice place to be at the moment. No, I mean, I noticed some some people were trying to take the angle as well that that remember there was a lot of there was a lot of focus around Brexit and how Russia and Russian bots were. You know, they try to destabilize the West, and it's the same for the presidential elections. You know, they were trying to destabilize, and you know, if, you know, Russia was keen to put somebody like Trump in power because it would cause chaos. Um, and there was, there was, I saw a chat this week where people were trying to link Russia to Black Lives Matter, and it, and and it's it's interesting because that, it's it because because most of the things Russia's been linked to have been. You know, on the right wing side of things, and I think it's, a, it's more comfortable for people to assume that. But in the Black Lives Matter, I don't think there is evidence. No, of they've they've fake actually news. they've actually provably shown that they will they they literally pit they literally put both arguments out. So we yeah. hear about the right wing, like you say, we're a bit more comfortable with thinking they're going to disrupt by being yes. you know that. But they but they will take the the extreme liberal angle as well, and they will literally angle both sides. And the, the idea is to say divide people um and so they've done it in the past they're doing it now and I, most of the time i don't think it's a they engineer these situations as far as they don't start them off but they certainly when these things kick off they certainly get involved um, um they do they do and, and as you say it's, it's a very um i actually wondered if the you know coronavirus would have brought people more together 
but in some ways, I think in some aspects it has, but then it's it's almost like driving a bigger wedge. And I think Black Lives Matter is, is shown there's a there's a there's a huge wedge and huge yeah. division just and round simple things like, you know, so so taking down a statue has turned into lots of people going, you know, there's there's you know the police are out of control and. You know, we've got a you know we've got mob rule in Britain, and it's like I don't think you have. You know, you've no, got a very specific that, example. Exactly, and that's where the that's where it's very easy to stoke the flames because that and that's why yeah. people feel that way because they're when they go onto their social media streams, they're being exposed to all these stories and they're not being fact checked and they're not being provably uh, true and therefore they but they they will add them to their little body of this is how i feel about the situation and the, and they're being manipulated into that situation you know that's and that's, and, yeah. and where i feel where i feel social media's got a real responsibility coming up you've got the presidential elections in america which are going to be you know divisive they're going to be pretty horrible to watch yeah. um but i think as well just if you look at the economy so obviously the economy's tanked all in the world britain particularly today you know a real bit of a shocker um, that's only going to get worse and employment's going to get worse and and see once furlough schemes stop and and money starts to become an issue you you, you just wonder you know are we coming up to a real crunch you know, point yeah and i think i think that's where social media does have a responsibility that's where i get concerned about zuckerberg saying i don't want to be an arbiter of truth it's like actually i i, I do think you've got a responsibility because you you put yourself over as a news sharing platform and People, you know, places like BBC News get a real bad time from both sides saying that they're not being, you know, that's normally you know, the sign handed. that you're about right, isn't it? When you're getting bound exactly, to and, and, yeah. and, and I know, and I know that some people always argue that if that's if that's what you know, your Laura Kusenbergs are putting over that she's getting hate from both sides and she's doing her job right. But I do, I still, still pretty generally trust a BBC article and I trust a BBC reporter, and you know. Yes, some of them will put spin on it, but I kind of want them to put some spin on it in reality. I don't just want them reading out. Uh, so what annoys me in the tech news, particularly, you get things like TechCrunch, and they'll just they'll just they'll just repeat the press release. That's not journalism. That's just a press release you've put in. And I don't just want you know a BBC journalist or a journalist just giving me, you know, the sound bite that Johnson or Sturgeon or whoever wanted. I want you to interview, to challenge, and to reflect what's happening not not just be you know read what's in a, 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 a teller, and that's where i think facebook i do get uncomfortable when they say we don't need to be an arbitrary truth you do i think you've got a responsibility twitter has taken them a long time but they have they've they've finally done something and they do it to lots of other people but they finally said to trump right we're going to put a little you know this isn't valid or this isn't true and then they marked, you know, so the next one was this glorifying violence one, mm. which I think was a really big step. Um, you know, actually hiding the tweet and saying this is glorifying violence. And it was all yep. about, it was all about the looters, you know, with Black Lives Matters. You know, so what was it? When the looting starts, the shooting starts. Mm. And just for a president to even talk that way. And it, is... that, that actually that actually signalled and was referencing a previous president uh, similar time Absolutely. around racial uh, violence. So it was uh, either uh, I'm not sure about completely innocent, but certainly it's, it's, it was uh, you know it deserved to be blocked, uh, and that's the the long and short of it. You, you oh, know, there's, there's too everyone much... has a responsibility to the you know to what they say and it, they do and and i mean so a lot of people were saying it was it wasn't meant that way and, and it's like sorry but but there are um smart people in that team deliberately stoking 
Um, the fact that his first presidential campaign is is next week on in Tulsa, uh, in the place that had the worst, you know, black atrocities was it ninety years ago or something like that, um, and it's on the same day, so it's the anniversary of that. That's not coincidence. So the only argument I'd put in um, as around so censoring by the by Facebook and Twitter and things like that is, well, are they the best, really the best people to do it? Or do we need independent censorship in a kind of fact checking type way like we're seeing being implemented where people can, uh, you know, define an, an article as not true, you know, where you can go and face uh, check it rather than the actual social medias being the social media social media companies being the arbiters of what is true and what is not do you need that independent sort of third party but equally who is that independent third party and you're always going to get people disagreeing with you know if it doesn't agree with their viewpoint yeah, and that's and that's the problem with the fact the fact checking services now you've got left and right you know leaning fact checking services both claiming that that is you know, well, uh, we've got a blooming. That's true. That's false. The UK Conservative versa. Party turning oh, their Twitter stream that. into a fact check. <laughs> forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah. It's easy to figure out things like that because it's so unbelievable. Um, okay, Beeb. Oh, nothing happened. So this is a new, <laughs> <laughs> a new voice assistant by the BBC. They've been talking about this for a while, but it's just starting to come out now into kind of an early early beta phase um so you can start using this uh now i you know can <laughs> i don't know what you think about this i just think that this is a weird fit we so we talked about this at a year 18 months ago and we said at the time the bbc is under huge pressure huge financial pressure don't make a voice assistant just integrate with the ones that exist yeah so so do a microsoft be on everybody's platform but don't do your own thing. And, and they've kind of done that. So they are on most platforms. They are. They are. But they've, they've now launched this, you know, OK Beeb that runs from, 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 um, you know, is it on Windows only at the moment? I think it is. Yeah, it is. It's on well, it's Windows. It's using Microsoft software. So, yeah, I'm guessing it's something. It's almost um, like they bought Cortana as like, as Microsoft said, don't want this anymore. <laughs> they better, Maybe they bought it. And it's in a Northern England accent. Yes. So, so, so yeah, it just... I don't know. It just it just feels like a, a student project that somebody should have killed. You know, just strategically said you don't you don't need to do this. We've seen it a couple of times with the BBC though, where well, especially around sounds, their sounds app, and the reason that they are putting everything into the sounds app now rather than just out as podcasts is because it allows them much wider licensing because they can put DRM and, and protections on it. And I'm guessing they're thinking the same things around. Well, we could put more out on uh, Alexa, but we we actually because of licensing we can't uh, and i'm guessing they're thinking in the same way if we have our own assistant then we can get them to deliver those same you know uh like shows that we can deliver through sounds that we can't on a podcast we can do that same thing uh within this controlled environment and and, and right at the end you know so it's, it's the bbc's own article that I've, I've stuck in our notes this week um you know it says it's still an early version um, ultimately envisaged that, that Beeb will be available across a wide range of devices, including smart speakers, mobiles, televisions, many others. And and it's like, but is this not just an assistant that you've got in Alexa? And if, if Sony's looking at this decision, are they going to think, oh, let's put the BBC uh, assistant on there? Or or is Sony thinking, hey, let's go with let's go with the big ones, shall we? Google or Amazon? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It it just it just doesn't feel just doesn't feel right. I I need to I need to stick it on and give it a go. Um, just 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 to see if it's 
you know, does it work I'm, as I'm well? I'm not even bothered. I can't be I, bothered. I'm, I'm, I'm just slightly <laughs> intrigued at, at, at what it does. And, and, yeah. and again, you know, so it's, you know, so once you've said your wait command, you can then say, update me, and you'll get news. Play Radio 1. Which you can kind of do on... You can do that you know, all on the normal assistants. Yeah. yeah. Tell me a joke. I wonder whether this will be them withdrawing from those other assistants. Though. Oh, I, doubt I doubt it. it. I doubt it as well. Oh, I doubt it. I think it'd be pointless to do that. Because there must be something about their, it must be something about their obligation to. Yeah, you know, as long as it's a free platform, they, free. yeah, they, they yeah, they they've got they've got. Because was that not the thing about what was the what was the issue that they had Xbox years ago? Live? They couldn't hide it behind being an Xbox Live That's member, it. so they yeah. you, they had to make it available to anyone that was on the Xbox. And Xbox didn't really have a solution for that because everything of their all of their membership services were behind their paywall. Yes, that was it. Because it was amazing that you had the, was it the 360 all that kind of bubbled up on. I think it was the 360 and and you you know Channel Four and other things and. You couldn't do iPlayer because you had to pay. And then the Xbox changed the way it worked, and you had to, that's where the silver Xbox Silver membership came from. So that's that was it, the BBC. Xbox Series X has been announced as backwards uh, compatible, um, but rather than just being able to play your old games uh, on your new machine, they have said that actually they're working to add HDR support and 120 frames per second uh, for older games. Um, so effectively using the full power of the machine to enhance your old games rather than just simply playing them. I mean, in, in the past, we've seen systems where they've had to sort of dial back the processor to make it all work um, uh, correctly. But th- apparently that's not going to be the case for this one. Um, it'd be interesting to see how it copes with, uh, you know, things like adding HDR to older games, given that you can you can adjust the look and feel of a game quite a lot. We've been playing a lot of Sea of Thieves recently and the difference between HDR and non-HDR in that game is pretty dramatic. Um, but equally, it could make it unplayable depending on the dynamics and the colours going on on the screen. So I wonder what they, whether they've planned all that in. Um, but nevertheless, it's, like I say, one of the really strong points about the new system from Xbox uh, in comparison to Sony is this just huge range of backwards compatible games. All that library you can bring with you. Yeah, and and that's it. It does, you know, we're talking about BBC and strategy. This does feel, you know, it's taken them a while, but they've got they've got a real strategy around, you know, your your monthly pass, an Xbox Live subscription, um, and what that then gives you access to. And they look after the old content. It's not just like a, you know, there's a bit of content stuffed away, and when you load it up, you go, oh, that's crap. You're getting something new. I think the only issue with that is. Obviously, by just the releasing old games, which many get many games nowadays are just recycled old games, right? And by actually keeping them on your backward compatibility list, you're kind of with reducing the the effect of the the really you know the, the 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 latest releases. Because hey, I can play a game that's nearly as good as this, uh, but just on the new system. So yeah, it's um an interesting one, and I definitely say for me. I'm really looking forward to the announcement for the Series Series X. Um, we obviously had the announcement from PlayStation, and that was last night. Uh, and they went through and they showed us a whole ton of games, and and they actually showed us the hardware imagery at the end of the the evening. Um, so I don't know. Uh, so you you you've watched that, I guess, and you've come our way quite excited by it. Um, I, I have. Um. And I guess, I guess the first reason was, it's a bit like the the Xbox One, 
you know, last month. So Xbox, I think, have done a good job at kind of drip feeding some information. You know, and we know the hardware, you know the specs. I've got people excited about it. Sony drip fed the controller, and and last month Microsoft did a kind of well. Here's the games, and they were they were pretty crappy trailers. There was there wasn't much game content, and they got they got they got stung by that. That's the first first misstep from Microsoft in, in in many many months round round games have really have got themselves sorted, um and they, and they put their hands up and says right we hear you, and, and last night I think Sony did a really good job of. It was actual game content, and there was a few surprises in there. And the game content looked really good. It looked, it felt, it felt realistic. It felt, you know, that that there's lots to look forward to. It's funny, isn't it? I I think I you know I think some of the magic of games for me is definitely fading. I don't get that same buzz anymore that I used to when looking forward to a release or get buying the magazine from the the shop and and being excited for this new game that's coming out. So some of that is definitely you know that that's definitely withdrawn so i was looking at a lot of those games maybe with a different light thinking I, i've seen visuals that are all you know that, that are not far off this there was nothing in those visuals maybe bar a couple of brief gleek, uh, fleeting sort of examples which were anything like the demo that they said that the you know the 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 new epic engine is going to be capable of doing do you know what i mean it's not yeah. nothing blew my mind in that respect it was a step up um for, for absolutely no doubt in the in the visuals but there's nothing that absolutely blew me away so so let's so before we talk some games let's just the, the hardware so i'm interested in what you think because we have not we've not spoken about this mm-hmm. so the hardware for me so so we, we'd seen the 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 gamepad and the gamepad does look different you know it looks quite yeah. futuristic the actual playstation itself i am i am not overly keen on its look i've got to be honest it it just it <sighs> It just seems a little, almost a bit dishonest. I mean, it's about how do you take something that really should just be a square or an oblong and try and make it exciting? So I have to say, they, they, well, they, they, they've got basically a, the, the, what they're calling their digital edition, which is that they, they didn't let anyone know about ahead of time. But this, don't you remember, <laughs> Microsoft got so much slack and, and stick for trying to release a digital only console. But, you know, just a few years later, it seems like the sensible choice now. And actually, the digital edition looks like the the one that they designed, and then they worked out how do we strap a <laughs> blooming great oblong on the side of it, and they've kind of somehow put a drive onto it. Um, so, what do I think of it? I, I think it looks, I think it looks okay, but it, it does nothing for me, as as in it doesn't excite me really. But it does continue that kind of portal type, type you know, portally type look and feel of the controller, and puts it into that console. It's a Wi-Fi router, so <laughs> right. Yeah. It's an awfully big one, but it's a Wi-Fi, and, and, and that's the bit I was looking at it. And when I saw the first one, I was like, "That looks a bit odd." The way they've got that, that where the drive is, that looks a bit strange because it, it didn't didn't look right. You know, it, it's like you say, it's like why didn't you even up the design? And although you've got it standing as a tower, it probably you know if you'd showed it the other way, you wouldn't have noticed that you know that drive as much. And then when you saw the the digital one, you're like, ah. That's what that's, you designed, yeah. <laughs> that's pro- and that's probably what most people are going to buy. I think. Uh, I yeah, I, 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 for, again, from an Xbox point of view, and it being you know when we get to the hardware, you know, it, that's got a drive on the front of it, and with all those backwards compatible games, I think you almost need that because otherwise, yeah. you you can't get hold of those games and you can't play them. Um, but then again, in an oblong, it was easy to fit in, <laughs> in that shape in there without it being too obtrusive, and actually the size of the 
Xbox Series X, it looks, you know, it's it's shorter and stumpier. It's got a bit more girth to it, but nevertheless, it seems like a, a smaller footprint almost compared to the PlayStation, which, although doesn't look very big, when you compare it to other console sizes, it's pretty, pretty ginormous. Uh, yeah, and that was interesting thing for me because because there's a there's a number of bits that released last night. So there's the two different consoles. This is a digital edition, a normal one. Um, there's a set of headphones. There's a remote. There's a charging station. There's a camera. You know, so there's a whole line of of different you know, and, and the design language is the same throughout. And I looked at it and thought, it doesn't look that tall. And then somebody's done all the sizing, and it's you know, it's bigger than the first Xbox. You know, the Xbox One, which was a beast. It's bigger than the PS3, the original PS3, which was, which, you know, which was pretty jumbo. Because that was the bread bin. Everybody called yeah. that the bread bin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and, and this is taller. Um, and I know the Xbox Series X is tall and it's and it's a, a cube, but I think the design of it just feels a bit more, you know... I, 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 I thought the Xbox hardware announce was also, from a geeky point of view, even though they have just released a cube, they actually did a really good job of making me yeah. think, wow, yeah, the internals of that, look at that, it's really good. In that kind of apple type way where you, yeah, yeah, look, this agreed. is all the engineering effort that's gone into agreed. that. Um, we and don't that know might... what's on the inside of that PlayStation properly. We don't and we don't know how much it's going to cost, which is obviously a big one. And the two companies, they are being super cagey with each other around all that. They do not want to be the first one to jump on that. No, cause, so I was talking, talking to Shaquille and I'm, and I'm like, that PlayStation's 500 quid. I just cannot see them... Just the Amazon the placeholders were, I think, even more than that. I think the placeholders for on the Amazon sites were six hundred or seven hundred quid. And it wouldn't surprise me if it is. You know, it wouldn't not surprise me. And 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 that's and that's the interesting bit around having the digital edition. Is does, does that take fifty quid off? And, and I, cause I, I've got no idea how how much does a you know. So, so I've got a Sony four K Blu Ray player, um, and I think it was like two hundred quid. I'm not saying the Blu Rays, you know, two hundred quid. I'm, I, that's I don't know. 40 quid, 50 quid, 60 quid. You know, what does that drive now cost if you make it, you know, millions of times? Not very much at all. I, I, I wouldn't have thought so. Um, but when I look at the design, it just looks like, you know, there's a there's a bit in the middle and there's two bits of plastic around it. Yeah. Which I'm doing it a disservice, disservice but it, it just looks a bit odd to me. I thought all the kind of um, marketing visuals around the announce with all the funny, I don't know, they're playing on the, obviously the circle squared triangle theme yeah. across a whole ton of different sort of organic, I guess you'd call it organic plasticky kind of look and feel. And, and I thought that all hung together quite well around the announcement. I thought that all looked good. And I thought the final reveal of the hardware was, you know, built up to a crescendo quite nicely. Um, but I have to say overall, I, I just say I have maybe I've missed that big, stage release or whatever but the, the games the couple of things around the games that i thought was interesting grand theft auto i mean to, <laughs> to lead with that was unusual for me yeah. You know, yeah it's a massive game but we've seen it four times already you know it's been it's been out for that long um and and so basically they're saying that grand theft auto 5 is going to come to ps5 and it's going to be uh free for all of our i think the online elements going to be free for all of our players um, they had Spider-Man. The, um, and just on that, I was just checking. That's an eight-year-old game, 2013. Yeah. I mean, it's still I'm, I'm, it's still an amazing game. It's still growing. It's one of those games that was always designed to grow and enhance, and it has done. I've just not been part of that because it didn't really interest me beyond the main game. Um, but yeah, Spider-Man is effectively a four-year-old game or something like that, or maybe, maybe not four years old, but it's an old game that is just effectively a remake and enhanced so added extra elements into it but, but, but the spider-man game was excellent 
Yeah, so uh, no, and and yeah. why not remake it? But effectively, if you played the original, you're not getting a brand new game. So if you've played Grand Theft Auto and that Spider-Man game, you're not getting much. Gran Turismo Seven, of course, they were going to announce it, and they showed it. Visuals look pretty amazing, but the actual onboard driving footage looked pretty shocking. So I'm guessing it was just a pre-game render. I'm uh, glad. <clears> I'm glad you said that because I watched that and thought. I'm not seeing. I'm not seeing that Looked selling awful. a new generation of console. No, I mean that was that was AI driving poorly. Is what yeah. that was. It was not a person driving. Even, so I imagine it was a pre-render. Graphically, it didn't look. You know, nothing. Nothing jumped out as like right. That's that's selling me a PlayStation. The best 5. bit about that whole presentation from that that game was when the car pulled into the pits, and you thought, oh, yeah. that looks pretty good. Yeah. But that's a car pulling into a pit, so that's not a car driving around a track, which is what the whole no. game's about. And, and I guess the thing we should point out, so Grand Theft Auto Five, they talked about dates. Spider-Man was for the holiday season. Gran Turismo, no date. Exactly. You know, so, so it's probably going to be 2022 at best, you yeah. know, and the, on past performance, maybe even another year beyond that. Yeah. Um, Ratchet and Clank, you know, I've never been a platformer. It didn't really, no. it does never excite me. Um, I can't even remember Project... So, so this this was one of the ones where it looked like there was similar scenes to the Unreal Five yeah, so demo that we that liked, yeah. and it, and and that was the one that that to me felt right out of these games. That's the first one I've looked at and thought right that is a next gen game because other ones, so Grand Theft Auto was just PlayStation Four visuals, so they didn't show you what PlayStation Five looked like. Um, whereas the, the the other ones, you know, there's a mixture of it. Like Ratchet and Clank, the biggest thing seemed to be they were taught about how. You know, loading new worlds is instantaneous, and you can just hop around all that's these different right, yeah, worlds. That's right. Yeah, the rifts, as they call them. Yeah, and and that that, and we're probably going to see that with Spider Man as well because there are some really slow loading times in Spider Man as it's loading in you know next yeah. chapters and stuff, and I bet you that just feels you know. I think totally that's. Different. I mean, and I, I guess that's one of the things that that they can never expose you to is the difference no. in loading times. And I think for the next generation, no. that is going to be one of the things that is. But really the next one was all about a cat. Yes, weirdly, talk about getting a cat video to to please everyone. Uh, but they, basically, robots have started to take over from humans, or have taken over from humans, and now cats are the only kind of living animals left. It seemed like, but they they didn't really sp- didn't really sort of expand on what the actual gameplay was going to be. No, but the, um, but this this felt to me it's, it's, to me this is typical of what you get in a set of launch titles. You get the big huge titles, and then see an Xbox. I think did this more than Sony in the past. Remember the Xbox E three would say we've got fifty six titles to go through, yeah. and like fifty of them were. You know, cat games. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, or like, hey, it's baseball. You know, and and so yeah. Re- Returnal was a kind of uh, there was a there was there was a couple of games which had this sequence of you die and then you repeat, you die and then you repeat, and you go. But the graphics the in this one again felt. I, I thought they looked really crisp. There was something about them that I just thought that looks was, very different. But it still wasn't that uncanny valley where the it still looked like a computer character. So, yeah. yeah, it does look different, but it still looks like it could be a character. We had Sackboy, a big adventure, another kind of platforming game around the kind of little yeah. big planet franchise. Again, so all of these things so far, they've not lit my fire, you know. Uh, that Ghostwire Tokyo gameplay, I thought a couple of the screenshots there look good. But again, it's a game that was announced a while back and this is just showing some visuals for it. Hitman 3 yeah. definitely looked good, especially in the woods with all the... That looked like a kind of... Uh, a proper movie scene from from not that long ago you know and, and to consider I, that is now rendered is just pretty amazing and, and, that, and that's a bit where i think because they said it was all from in game and if that's in game then then we're finally seeing the 
you know, the bull crap that we used to see, you know, I'm thinking of PlayStation 3. And, yes, and where they showed the Pixar graphics. And it's yeah, like, uh-uh. and, and you were like, yeah, I'm going to play that. And it's like, no, you're not. No, it not the reality. Kill, Killzone, I think, was one of the worst ones. Killzone, they showed you this intro, and you're like, wow. And then it was like, no, you're uh-uh. not getting that. And, but that bit, again, and that's where we need to we need to see, but taking it in face value, that did look really good. Demon's Soul, you know, remake. And yeah, again, I mean, and again, the graphics on that did look special. And, and From Software have a way of maximizing. They're very good at that. Yeah. And then Deathloop, another one of these things where it kept, kept going around. Um, Horizon Forbidden West. Uh, that's and the that, new Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, and Horizon Zero Dawn, again, you know, probably one of the best games in the PlayStation 4. They didn't you know, give it a date, though. So, and, you no. know, so again, it's it's unknown when that's released. But I just, I just think, I just think, as a, as a, and another thing that was good for me, it was an hour. Yes. I was worried that it was going to be like a two and a half hour, you know, spin it all out. And it's yeah. like, you don't need to spin this out. And it was a good, you know, considering it was all virtual and there was no like, you know, audience and stuff. I thought they did a good job of, you know, here's, here's a bit of video. Here's talking to maybe a, you know, developer, developer yeah, yeah. and not, but not for ages. Yeah. Not and just, just, you know, 30 seconds and then some more gameplay. And I thought, you know, Pitch was really good. I thought it was Pitch. interesting. So they said all of the content was um, rendered from PlayStation. Now, one of the um, movies that they played, Microsoft have been pushing that today on their social channels. Now, this was an interesting one for me. Is because was it was that is that Microsoft using the <laughs> the Sony visuals, or is that Sony actually just playing a video that's been supplied by the company? Or did they render it twice on two different things? Because they said that all this was running off of our Sony hardware. And I wonder whether that's a... They were just playing a video. So there's a bit of controversy for there for me in that I'm not sure <laughs> that, the, that they, they were being absolutely true when they said that this is all well, running off of PlayStation hardware. I, I think it'll be in one of their dev kits. And if you look... Because if, if you go and look at... Like, but then any... do you think that exactly the same render was done on a Microsoft dev kit to produce exactly the same video? We'll, we'll, we'll never know. I'm because sure someone developed... could do the analysis and... Because anyway. I'm just thinking, you think you think of what the... You think of like um, Eurogamer. So when they do their deep dives into frame analysis, you know, they are taking two different platforms and it looks like exactly the same gameplay and then they'll show you the slight differences and the slight... So it feels. It feels. I like want it, someone to do that analysis. It, <laughs> great, because <laughs> I reckon they will be the same video rendered by that company, and they played a video, and maybe they'll argue that well, we played it on the PlayStation Player Media Player. You, you might be right because Microsoft have also come out again slightly defensively around things like you know we'll have that new Unreal you know Engine Five and Xbox platform, and you know I think you mentioned the last podcast that the. You know, the Epic guy had to kind of backtrack in some of the statements and go, yeah, I've been kind of paid to see this. Yeah, exactly what you said. Yeah, yeah I've been paid to see this. But we proved, that proves it works in today's world, doesn't it? So, it, it? It does. Um, it, we didn't get the price. We didn't get a release date. Nope. So we're nope. still seeing this year. Um, I just, I, I, there, was enough, there was enough there for me. And then it's, and it is over to Microsoft mm. now. So Microsoft, we're going to be doing hardware um, this month. But because of Black Lives Matter, they've pushed that back to August now. Okay, so wow. seemingly, they're st- seemingly they're still going to hold July seems to be their one for games. So they're going to do, like Halo is going to appear in July and they've talked about some other big franchises, which I guess means Forza. Yeah, <laughs> um, Forza games, yeah. Um, because that's their big exclusive ones. Um, and then some more hardware details in August. And I'm guessing they must be getting like, you know, pre-order price time because it's 
they, they have to uh, got... yeah and you, you need enough time to do that pre-order to be, you know build up that demand um but i'm I, I you can tell they're both holding off no one wants to fire first because what they really want to do is say my console is a 700 quid console that's what really they want to say. Otherwise, they're going to be losing a lot of money on every console and they're not going to see a return on that until they've sold, you know, four or five games. Um, so that's what they're both stalling on. Um, but they are not willing to say, I'm a 700 quid console for then the next person to say, right, I'm going to charge 500 quid and I'll take that risk of those, you know, needing to bring back from games. No, well, and, that's, and, that's, and that's what happened at the last generation. Microsoft came out first and Sony, even though they were only three hours later, um, they could not believe the price that Microsoft came in at. It was yep. like, wow, we're um, we're on to a winner. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and say, you know, Nintendo seems to be the only company that can get away with charging nearly full price for their hardware. Everyone forever. else, <laughs> yeah, forever. forever. I mean, I was looking at um, Zelda's still sixty quid to to buy. It's just bonkers. They well, it's it's like the Switch. The Switch, I think, the last two months because of COVID has sold more than ever. Yeah. Um, and and I I hadn't been playing it, and I jumped on and looked at some of the you look at the charts, and it's like Jesus. That's, that's... the strength of having so many exclusive games that are absolute, you know, blockbusters. They they can turn out these games that you can't get anywhere else, and none of the other companies. I mean, PlayStation arguably did it much better in the old generation, but the best one still was Nintendo by far. Yeah, no, they've they've still got they've still got that because it always used to be Nintendo and Sega, and then Sony came along, and Microsoft is coming, you know, is trying to come along. Um, Nintendo still got it. They kind of had a misstep. Was it the Wii U? You know, hardware-wise, I think that yeah. was the one. They, they where... definitely missed the mark. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but 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 this one, they've, they've, I don't know. They've just they've just nailed it. it even everybody everybody said 2020 we'll get a we'll get a next gen version of it, and it's like nope. No need. Nope. Because ultimately the game is you know again when you don't when you don't go down the graphic fidelity route. It doesn't matter because you just it's gameplay counts and that's what they do well anyway there you go that is our podcast for today so quite short for us really we still managed to drag that out i mean i know we could have done that a lot quicker so sorry about that thanks for listening this far we could have done that in nine minutes yeah, probably ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we go um if you want to find out more about who we are what we are digitaloutbox.com is our website and info at, at digitaloutbox.com is our email address and we're on twitter as well at digital outbox i am on twitter as cheesy uk uh ian where do we find you iandick.com and that will link to all my socials Lovely. or just or just twitter <laughs> okay unless you've got any other picks or anything you want to bring up um no just want to thank the royal Mail for 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 charging me a handling fee more than my customs and <laughs> um, i really appreciate that thank you royal Mail. thank you and uh, we will speak to you again in what will be probably actually not too long because the Apple announcement's coming out and we're always on the ball with those. So maybe just over a week. Uh, yeah, probably two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I'll speak to you then. Bye-bye. Goodbye. I can tell you bought a clacky clacky keyboard. <laughs>